This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, August 21st, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. Giving good teachers a financial boost should be a no-brainer. The devil is in the details. What is merit? And why should principals give merit pay to good teachers instead of to their cronies? The experience in Denver, long held as a model of merit pay for teachers, may be instructive. Neil McCluskey, Associate Director of the Cato Institute's Center for Educational Freedom, comments. Here are some of the criterion for earning uh, merit pay in Denver right now. Uh, $3,200 for earning a graduate degree. $1,000 for a satisfactory evaluation. Uh, Working in a tough school, $1,000. Taking a hard-to-staff job, $1,000. Raised student test scores, $1,000. Working on professional skills, $700. A school with a strong academic growth, $700, uh, and met two student growth goals, $350. It seems to be a highly regimented system of uh, doling out pay for something that is a pretty nebulous term, which is merit. Well, unfortunately, this is the sort of system you get when you have a bureaucratic organization like a school district having to negotiate with a big block, a special interest block that has great political power. You're not going to get any sort of even close to meaningful merit pay where a principal who has an autonomous school is able to reward teachers in any way they want uh, for doing the job or getting the skills that that principal thinks is most necessary to educate kids and to get kids to want to come to the school and make the school successful. Instead, you get something like this, where notably the by far biggest bonus is for getting more education, which is already part of almost every salary ladder in the country. Your biggest bonus comes from you go and you get a master's degree or you get 15 credits, which might mean nothing in terms of whether or not you're able to teach. And then you get set bonuses for, well, did your school do better? And and did you teach somewhere hard? And None of that really makes teachers professionals. None of it really gives them what they should be able to do, which is have the ability to market themselves like anyone else and go to a school and say, here's what I provide, here's the evidence I do it, and you will need to give me X, Y, or Z for me to teach here. And you, principal, if if I don't bring what you think you want, you can negotiate with me or I can go elsewhere. But true merit means being rewarded based on what you bring to the table as an individual, not what your union can can negotiate for you so that you get set on a slightly different cookie cutter than you were on before. Is there a school district or a school organization that is doing this correctly? Well, I don't know of any school districts, any public school districts that are doing this correctly. Unfortunately, Denver has always been held up or at least as long as they've had their quote-unquote merit-pay system, as sort of the ideal where they have been able to get teachers and, and, and constituents and the schools and everybody they thought, well, they agreed that this is the best way to provide merit pay. Well, it's starting to fall apart because the, the district is saying, well, we really want to change some of how we reward teachers and which teachers we reward. And the union says, no, you can't do this. And now it's all breaking apart to the point where they could have a teacher strike in the middle of the Democratic National Convention. 
Um, and so this was supposed to be the uh, best example we had of merit pay. This is the one that Barack Obama has been touting as a sign of, of what can be done within public schools. So no district that I know of has done more than Denver or gotten more press coverage than Denver. Uh, the kind of schools that do do this right, um, more often than, than certainly public schools, are private schools and even some charter schools where they can reward teachers according to what they bring based on the school's mission and the ability of the people at the school to say, this is what we need, and more importantly, this is what attracts customers. And because charter schools and private schools have to, have to get kids and parents to choose them. And that's their sign of what works, is that people are choosing them, they have a model that works, and they reward the teachers that fit that model. And then everybody, the teachers, the schools, and the people who attend them are happy. And that's really what you need for a pay structure that makes sense. Now, one of the union criticisms of these types of plans, at first glance, you might roll your eyes and say, well, okay, that's ridiculous. But they are categorizing it as a pet teacher project. That is, the money goes to teachers who have uh, ingratiated themselves to the administration. But if it's difficult to fire a teacher and uh, these types of rewards are not going to affect whether or not students come in the door, that's a pretty fair criticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did, I did roll my eyes briefly, but it really is um, a legitimate concern. When you have a system that's based on top-down bureaucratic control, it's very easy for a principal, if they had complete control, to say, well, I like these teachers, this group doesn't give me trouble, I'll just give them the bonus. That's why the only way that merit pay can really work effectively and efficiently is in a system of school choice, where that principal is held immediately accountable by whether or not he gets students, parents who are going to choose a school, students going there, and money coming in. That principal can't just capriciously decide, well, you know, uh, Teacher X is my buddy and we go out and play pool after work. And so I'll give him uh, a big uh, bonus. They have to do it based on who is making that school effective. And so when you have schools and education the way we deliver it now, where a bureaucracy is in charge of the schools and they're the ones who decide whether or not a school is doing a good job, whether or not it gets money, then the teacher can certainly pick his favorites and give them money and there aren't real consequences for it. If you gave every parent the money that's being spent on education and they were in charge of where it went, that teacher couldn't just make his, um, you know, his school into a clubhouse of all his friends because that pie wouldn't produce a good school. He would lose money. He'd lose a job. Neil McCluskey is associate director of the Cato Institute's Center for Educational Freedom and author of the book, Feds in the Classroom. You can buy your copy at cato.org.